All right. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. I hope 2022 was fruitful for you guys and 2023 is going to be even more fruitful for you guys. Anyways, let's crack on. I think I'm going to be consistent with the podcast from here onwards because um, people have been listening to it. So, yeah, if you've been listening to this, feel free to leave like a like, subscribe, comment, etc. All of that. Yeah. So, anyways, um, this podcast is on how to set up your training and your nutrition by yourself. Okay. So, I've divided divided this podcast into two halves. Okay. You can set the first half is you can set up your training and your nutrition by yourself, and the second half is get someone else to do it for you, which could be like a coach, uh, someone whom you trust and has produced results, like a bit of a mentor. You know. Um, because you don't want to trust Google, you don't want to trust um, the basic stuff that you just see on Instagram, but you want to trust those people who produce good quality results. Like that speaks for itself, and um, they're not really bullshitting you. Basically, they're just like uh, they produce good quality results. They have testimonials to back it up, and they produce good content. So yeah, so. Let's move on to the first half by yourself. Okay, how are you going to set up your training by yourself? Let's let's pick that. Okay, so uh, why is training so important? It's because training during a fat loss phase is going to be the driver, which is going to help you retain muscle. And uh, during a muscle building phase, when your food is high, it's going to help you like put on muscle so like that needs to be done regardless whether you're on a deficit whether you're in maintenance whether you are on like a muscle gaining phase training needs to be done so that's why you need training and the first consideration you want to you want to take is how many days per week can you train so so people go like oh i can train five or six days a week how many days a week you can train while still ensuring you keep training harder every session regardless of you staying at the same body weight or being even more lighter during a fat loss phase or being even more heavier during a muscle gaining phase and still have that drive. Yeah. So they would go like, Oh, uh, four days basically, but they have life responsibilities as like a father or like a mother or like a brother or something like that, you know? So with their lifestyle and their routine responsibilities, they can probably train three three days a week. So, I would say, like, like I would ask the person two separate set of answers. Like, ideally, how many days a week they can train, and in a sustainable manner, how many days a week they can train. So, yeah, how much time can you allocate per session? Now, there would be a popular myth back in the day where they would say, for optimal training, you just want to be training within forty-five minutes to one hour. Not really. For optimal training, you need to do the maximum amount of training in the training session for you to get a for you to get a lot of stimulus from without that much fatigue. Okay, so I personally can go on for like an hour and a half. That's how much I can train and still feel good, but feel like yes, I've done some serious damage in the gym and feel satisfied from my workout. You know, so uh, that's optimally and. Uh, in a sustainable sustainable manner, which is not optimal, but it's better than nothing. The training uh, needs to be at least between 45 minutes to one hour, 15 minutes. So keeping that in mind, 
how, how many days per week can you train with whatever training time that you can do then number of sets you can do i would have the person start off anywhere between 10 sets of an exercise you know uh, why because that's the bare minimum needed for you to progress things from and then you can scale things up from so yeah exercises you can do so in case if you see on instagram oh this person is uh squatting or deadlifting and you go and perform the same exercise but you it doesn't really fit your bone structure it doesn't really fit your mechanics then like let's say a squat is going to be useless because you're moving more on your hip joint so in that case i would i would have you do something like a hack squat so just this is just like one example for the many related movements you know so i would keep this into consideration and then i'll make your program and then i'll progress it over time with every variable or one variable at a time so like let's say if you're training three days a week and if i'm progressing with every variable then i would go like okay let's train for four days a week and we add 30 minutes extra per session and we add extra sets <coughs> which would maybe increase the amount of exercise that you can do or you can just progress one variable by adding like a set of an exercise basically but yeah things need to go up over time in some way or another nutrition if i'm setting up my nutrition by myself then i need to think about the approach that i'm taking there are like, there are like many approaches out there uh for a fat loss phase for a muscle building phase uh but like uh, they all operate on the same basic principles which is like high protein more whole foods uh, chew food well and take your time with your food and eat mindfully and some sort of portion control for a fat loss phase and some sort of uh going slightly above your calories for a muscle building phase but things like palm size uh like fist like palm full meal uh meal plan guide or like a calorie control guide or like some sort of portion control guide or some sort of intuitive eating guide they all operate on the same basic principle so i would think about the approach that i'm taking then i'll set up my day around my diet to whatever extent that i can so like let's say if on my way to to my car every morning from my house to work i see i see like a bit of a kfc next to me and if i keep on passing around that eventually i will cave into my cravings in order to avoid that if i'm going on a fat loss phase where i need to control my food in that case i would just not go into that restaurant every morning you know so yes that's how i would try to set up my routine around whatever I can and I would be consistent even on the weekends like people go like oh I can only stick to a diet on the weekdays just to realize like week weekends are created by humans it's not really biological so there's no reason for you to get off your plan on the weekends either but if there are like a few non-negotiable events on the weekends that you have to be a part of then yes you need to take into consideration or how many calories would that glass of wine be you need to guesstimate things that's where your accuracy habits will come into the picture and then you can accordingly adjust your calories basically that's the first half um i hope that makes sense uh right if you getting someone else to do it for you okay the first consideration is find someone who's a reputable coach with the results you seek to achieve if it fits your budget good coaches are usually not that cheap they are usually pricey 
because they do what they say. And good coaches don't really rely on like just training, nutrition, state, fresh, digestion, knowledge, but they actually constantly brush themselves up on the way they communicate, the way they work with people emotionally. So it takes a lot of effort for someone to be people friendly if they enjoy the process way too much, but it, it takes a lot of effort to be way too technically skilled if they're way too people friendly, if that makes sense. So it's a constant work in progress. That's why good coaches charge a shit ton. If it doesn't fit your budget, then you can pay someone to consult you every two to four weeks. Usually good coaches keep like a weekly check-in, but um, if you pay someone to consult you, you can make that weekly thing into something like uh, two, once every two weeks or check-ins, you know, that way you get more value and or longer time frame. So that would be like a bit easier on your wallet. Uh, so yeah, but find a bit of an expert with results to back it up and testimonies to back it up and they should be putting on good content regularly. So when they set up your training, they should take into consideration everything you would consider if you were training by yourself, which I've actually covered above in the first half of the podcast. And accordingly, you can select what you can and like, and accordingly, uh, if you can tell the coach, you know, like what you can do versus what you might try to do, you know, so that they got like a bit of a better idea on what you might respond to. Like, uh, how would they set up their, like your nutrition? They they were to do it, uh, like they were to do the same as if they were, as if you were to do it by yourself, but will give you, wait, um, but will uh, give you like, um, some sort of tracking method, you know, because yeah, if you, if you are working towards a goal, you need some sort of a metric, which helps you, um, measure things and then you see trends and then you can track things over time. And then if you want to progress things, then you can progress things over time, but they will give you some sort of measuring metric. So yeah, if, if you were to do this by yourself, you still want to be, have you still want to be having like some sort of measuring metric. So yeah. Um, as always, this was it. If you liked you um, like this podcast, you felt that it was beneficial, feel free to leave you, leave you a like or a comment. Uh, feel free to share it with someone whom you know. And like, happy new year, guys. Hope you guys like this. Have a good day.